0: Breakfast puppies?
1: This podcast contains adult language and content and is meant for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hey man, you're listening to the Glitter Boys, yeah!
0: So in the early 90s, things had changed. (laughs) The beginning of the book... The main book of Rifts reads: Warning: Violence and the Supernatural. The fictional, italicized World of Rifts is violent, alien, and deadly. It's an exotic realm where magic is real, demonic creatures and monsters stalk humans and weird science, psychic abilities, ancient gods, supernatural horrors, and alien beings are commonplace. Some parents may find the violence, magic, supernatural elements of the game inappropriate for young readers and or players. We suggest parental discretion. Please note that none of us at Palladium Books, copyright, condone or encourage the occult, the practice of magic, the use of drugs, or violence. Now, let me tell you about the juicer. The juicer fighting a dragon. (laughs) Welcome to Rifts. Yeah. Today, we're going to be talking about the Rifts base book,
1: I imagine. Rifts being Palladium's more or less flagship role-playing game, the, the core of the Megaverse yeah
0: this is where all the disparate parts of palladium are drawn together teenage mutant ninja turtles robotech fantasy beyond the supernatural all all of it comes together at at rifts if you have a favorite character that you you just don't want to stop playing that's cool we can make that happen
1: now rifts is born from the first year of the 90s 1990 itself Is when it came into being. Then 15 years later, in 2005, they did an updated edition called the Ultimate Edition, the the wonderful hardback version that we've become so familiar with this last year in our games.
0: I know I often go off on the art, but uh, the Splugorth Slavers picture in Rifts, I
1: I believe, was one of the hotter things i would ever seen as as a child. Oh man, the Thong warriors on the front. The, they the they, Thong warriors. Yeah. Like I was 10 years old at the time and that was definitely something <laughs> that I, I was just at that point starting to realize that I liked women's butts and that's when I saw Rift and it's like, well, this aligns with my interests <laughs> and as it turned out I also really liked the game too, but <laughs> I I was just telling you earlier that the copy that I have of the original Rift's book, I got from a friend who was moving. And if this this is like a seventh printing. This one's from 94. And this book is beat to hell and back. But I also just noticed today, while prepping for this episode, that someone had taken a black pin and colored in the butts of the Altara warrior women on the front of this book in order to give them pants. And, you know, I'm 40 now, 41, actually, as of last month. Yeah. And now I I can appreciate that, you know, wanting, wanting something a little bit more appealing for female players i get it we totally do I'm, I'm guessing it was a friend of mine's kid parents just don't understand
0: <laughs> so riffs riffs is a post-apocalyptic the apocalypse being the coming of the riffs world it, it is based on earth there is a number of factions that have rebuilt from the ashes there's tolkien
1: there is the coalition Tolkien being the magic loving hippies
0: oh yeah and then there are enclaves of purely purely alien creatures who have, have come to Earth and, and made their home on it.
1: Let's dial this back a little bit and introduce the concept of the apocalypse that happened to Rifts. Okay. In the late 20th, sorry, the late 21st century, I think it was the in the last two years of the 21st century, probably, it might have even been Christmas Eve when the apocalypse happened, but due to a buildup of, uh, due to a... A perfect alignment of both nuclear war and planetary alignment and magical events. A whole lot of things in this one conflux just happened at the same time, kicking off this global destructive surge of interdimensional forces that ripped the Earth to shreds. Literally, literally volcanoes blew up, continents were torn apart, Uh, old continents like Atlantis rose back to the surface. Rifts were opened up to countless unfathomable dimensions that poured their content out onto the earth. And for several hundred years, chaos reigned. And now something like 300 years after said apocalypse, people are trying to rebuild and society is clawing its way back to the surface. All those monsters, however, they're still out there.
0: Oh yeah. And think of we're not
1: talking uh a Mad Max uh
0: clawing your way back to the surface. That it, it does have elements of it in in some places. Yeah. What what you're looking at is uh city states, more or less, and then you know, scattered scattered towns and villages. It's a very feudal system, at least on the on the human level. People strong-arming their way to power, and then, quote-unquote, protecting an area around them, which really means exacting ruinous tribute and working in your slave shop. But that being said, I mean, you are are under fairly constant attack. There are some human-centric areas, like the coalition, which is, for all intents and purposes, a fascist state. There are some that choose to live in as much harmony as can be established with the aliens and dimensional beings uh in you know cities of, of far more tolerance and knowledge and then there's just scattered places where people have made it work with whatever's laying around and whoever happens to be
1: near what is fascinating and i think telling about the state of society in the future as rifts portrays it is that the largest and most successful of the new societies that have grown, almost all of them are in some way extreme or fascist. Uh, The coalition, fascist nation. The new German Republic, Triax, is kind of a fascist nation. The Free Quebec, fascist nation. Whereas you look at things like the the other extremes, Federation of Magic, where they, they promote the magicians and psychics and dimensional beings and monsters magically fascist state (laughs) like like in the future it seems like pretty much all of the largest collections are are massive fascist nations the the smaller ones tend to be more diverse but they're always running the risk of being steamrolled by one of the larger more focused fascist nations
0: yeah they they are hungry everyone all the leaders. Uh, in fact, we'll we'll go into some of the the leaders on uh, another one. Like Prosek deserves definitely his own show. Yeah, we we can talk about him. But all, all the leaders have different visions of humanity rising from the ashes over the the corpse of the alien and the psychic and returning humanity to its quote unquote pristine state. Now, as a player you're probably not in that pristine state. So you're probably at odds with most of the planet just starting off.
1: Agreed. I know that the books, several of them try to present the coalition as something of a questionably sympathetic faction. And I know that they have many character classes that are presented as playable options, but Future nazis they're yeah they 're totally future nazis i can 't imagine ever running a coalition game, and I get that some people are into that kind of thing, but the entire the, their whole fascist concept, the fact that their entire populace is bred and encouraged to be illiterate and dumb and to believe all of the propaganda it's so difficult for me living in America today, which is <laughs> currently having to deal with these exact same fascist themes from our fucking neighbors. It's really difficult for me as a game master to justify portraying the coalition as they are presented in anything less than a villainous light. Now I know that I've done my best to adjust some of their portrayal in the games that I run. We might get into that later if we talk about like house rules and stuff, but It's really difficult for me to portray Rules as a Written Coalition as anything other than Nazis Part 2. Yeah, they're future robot Nazis. Future robot Nazis, yeah. I could
0: see the appeal of it in the 90s, early 2000s. But yeah, it it, it hits too close to home now. Sadly, it's no longer escapism, where you can just settle down in it. So yeah, let's, let's, let's get past that part, which sadly encompasses a lot of great art uh, i like the skelly bots i like the the whole theme of of the coalition uh snappy dressers aren't they
1: uh, <laughs> but i like the original visual presentation of the coalition the black style the black dead mm-hmm. the black coloration or coloration they they gave them a makeover in a later book and made yeah. them all kind of like curvy and organic and and black and white and I'm not too fond of that because it just seems a little too 90s future yeah. 90s edgy I really liked going back to the black the skulls because it reminded me a lot of certain villains from cobra it reminded me in ways of destro it reminded me yeah. of a of a punisher of classic villainous archetypes that to me are much more evil the yeah. shock troopers all black with skulls to me are a lot more fearsome than the shiny plastic looking ones from the later books
0: that said Rifts is massive every continent indeed every region has its own source book oh yeah and that's just for earth now you also have oh boy you have the world you have uh what are the other ones wormwood, wormwood. yeah <laughs> you you just have a ton of, I guess, extra dimensional
1: rifts based worlds as well. Yeah, the dimensions. I wish that they had done more with because it feels. As someone who got into rifts really young and watched the dimension books come out, I was super excited to see where they were going to go with that, and it feels like they did Wormwood, they did Phase World, and then they're like, you know what, the rest of these are just Phase World, and. It did feel like they sort of stopped at Bayes' world and just kept milking it. I want more dimensions. I want more excitement. I think Scrapers might have been a dimension book. But yeah. Eh, I want more. I want more crazy dimensions. More of that weird, well, crazy stuff that they were bringing out in the 90s. There's good news because they haven't stopped.
0: <laughs> Riffs is ongoing. It's, it's going to this oh, yeah. day. There is an updated edition of the, uh, it's called the Ultimate Edition, which is what I have. Sadly, I, I don't have my, my school, my schoolboy copy anymore. Oh, there it is. <laughs> uh, NPCs holding it up. It's See? P- oh, my God. They did color in the they butts. They colored in the butts. <laughs> oh, that's awful. <sighs> Some things cannot be forgiven. Man, now I'm just stuck on coloring in butts. What kind of
1: person would do that? Their butts. Okay, before we go too deep down that, let's bringing it back to the concept of what Rifts is. You had mentioned that this isn't the Mad Max apocalypse, and yeah. it's, it's it's on the whole, it's not. But the best part about Rifts being an apocalypse and more kind of a post post apocalypse is that all of those apocalypse options that you might be thinking of when you think post apocalypse, they're out there. Oh, all yeah. different parts of just Earth alone, like. If you want the Mad Max apocalypse, well, that's what the Rifts Australia book is for. If you want the down-to-the-earth creepy redneck apocalypse, that's what the Dinosaur Swamp book is for. If you want the music video to Muse's Knights of Cydonia, that's what <laughs> Rifts New West is West, for. Yeah. Like, if you want that crazy madness-driven apocalypse where, you know, it's it's just alien landscape born out of the the, out of the familiar and surrounded by ghosts and death that's what the new york book is for they have all of these options out there hell if you want that return that return to the simple life and we live in a medieval society born out of the ashes of the old that's what riffs england is for there's so much out there there's an option for everyone
0: yeah to expand on the option for everyone any part of This world that you are a part of now as a gamer, you can be Canadian, you can live in South America, you can live in Africa, you can live in Russia, you can live anywhere on the planet. There is a source book that draws off your present world to create the Rift's world.
1: I will add a caveat to that. If you are a resident of a non-American nation and you're trying to get into Rift's some of the older books and the source books on the other parts of the world, they don't hold up to a lot of modern scrutiny. They have that, some fan- fantastic ideas out there. But the sad truth is that many of them were written by white Americans through a lens of fandom. The last samurai effect is in full order. The, the last samurai effect is in full force here. It—they These are not ethnically or culturally kind in some ways. Uh, Sometimes they take myths and stretch them out in ways that you're like, "Eh, I don't don't know, you shouldn't have done that. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's that's very fair to say. On the whole, a lot of the ideas are still really awesome. I know that a lot of people have some issues with some of the older books. I get it. A lot of that material is is questionable. I think a lot of it also still holds up. There's there is some good to find, even in the questionable material yeah
0: i i would agree and you have to recall that the books were written quite some time ago that's it sounds like an excuse and it it shouldn't be you know we should all be better than we are but you know you just kind of have to take it for what it is yeah none of them were written with malice that said however you can you can play your area you can i i think that's a tremendously a tremendously fun part of the palladium experience
1: Hell, absolutely. Simply me as a kid growing up and seeing my hometown mentioned in the book. It's underneath water. It's flooded. But it's mentioned. (laughs) Yeah, Seattle didn't do too well in
0: riffs. (laughs) So Rifts is also where we draw our name from. I think this should be mentioned briefly. We will go off on a a full topic on this later. But the Glitter Boy is the iconic Rifts mecca. It is laser resistant. It has a big-ass gun. And it's just all around big and badass and it is i I would say between that and the coalition it is the face of riffs you know what that's a good topic let's do that next okay the glitter boy all right well cheers uh thanks for tuning in everyone we'll catch you next time
1: yeah you've been listening to the glitter boys a palladium books fan podcast This closing music is Caravana by Philip Gross, available at freemusicarchive.org. All sound effects used are self-made or acquired via Creative Commons Zero License.